Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, hello, hello. Um, welcome and welcome back. Now, I want to give you a little heads up. Now, I did a discussion. And I'm going to upload it. Um, it's going to be uploaded today, Wednesday, uh, the 29th of March. And what I want to say is... I'm I'm having a discussion. I'm not really having a lecture today in regards to um, scriptural um, lessons. I'm having a discussion. And the reason why I'm having a discussion is because I continue to get um, people asking me and having discussions with various people of various ages in regards to taking care of loved ones, taking care of children and what to do with themselves. A lot of times I see these women and even men and they don't, it's like they are spent. When I say spent, I mean, it's everything out of them. It's like they're just empty. When I say empty, I mean, just of everything they could give to anybody. And it's showing. It's showing. <laughs> it is physically showing on their bodies. Exhaustion. Um, just, it's like they need a real makeover. Honestly and truly. So this lesson, it's not even a lesson. I keep saying lesson, but this discussion today Actually, I'm taping it before, but you know, it'll be uploaded on the 29th. So I'm just going to say today. It's like I'm sitting at the kitchen table talking to some loved ones or somebody I respect and love. And I want you, when you listen to this, to know that, number one, in order for somebody to give you some real solid advice, somebody got to pay attention to you. Okay, because we in this world, we pay attention to ourselves, especially in the United States. We don't be paying attention to nobody else, honey. We don't care what you look like. We don't care as long as we look good. But somebody who loves you and they see you and they're not used to seeing you like that, they're going to sit you down and they're going to give you some loving advice. And that's what that is. So this discussion is about just think of us all sitting at a table, relatives and loved ones having a conversation. To those people who's taking everything they got and being caregivers and caretakers, 
to loved ones, children, disabled um, individuals, and elderly parents. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Okay. I have been there. I know it's hard. And sometimes you feel like you can't take a moment to get yourself together. But I'm going to tell you this, honey, you can still take care of your loved ones and still be beautiful. And I'm not saying that you're not beautiful. You're beautiful inside simply because you took that time to take care of them. Because it's hard to take care of people. Trust me, it is. Dealing with their mess, it's hard. But it doesn't mean that you have you have to take all of that attention off of that, I mean, off of yourself, okay? You can pay attention to them, but don't take all of the attention off yourself. And this is what I mean, all right? Presenting yourself to the world is important. Because people are judgmental. And as someone who does um, what I do, because there's a lot of things I do, but in the helping field, in the ministering field, I want you to put your best foot forward in every and always. And that means looking good and feeling good. So that's what it's pretty much about. I mean, we understand that you are... um, taking care of um, loved ones, whoever these loved ones may be. Um, it's, it's understood that you take everything and you give them everything. And if you were never thanked, if you were never given your flowers, if you were never thought of by anybody else, I want you to know that you are appreciated. And the most high, he is taking note of everything. Everything. So I want you to understand that you're appreciated, you're loved, and I'm going to give you your flowers, okay? I'm going to give you your flowers, okay? I don't want you to think nobody's coming down on you or anything like that, but I just want you to feel good because when you feel good, you want to look good. And when you look good, you automatically feel good. So I want you to know that you are appreciated. You are appreciated and you're needed. Okay. So that's what I want you to know when I upload this discussion. It's just some food for thought and it's some, um, just some FYIs to get you in gear to make yourself um, feel good and look good. I already told you this world is judgmental. It is, honey. So anything to make you feel good, I don't care if it's an hour, uh, 20 minutes, anything. If you could get away, you know, or do certain things, I'll be going into it um, with this discussion. But I just want you to know that for everybody who's a caretaker, everybody who's watching after somebody else, everybody who's caring about somebody else, it's very hard. It is hard. Okay? Like bricks out there. Okay? So um, I just want you to know that when you listen to this, don't get in your feelings. Have some tough skin. Take these tips. Make yourself look good. Make yourself feel good. And again, I'm giving you your flowers because I know uh, taking care of people is hella hard. 
Okay. It's hard. And, you know, we have to spend some time to ourselves sometime and pamper ourselves and love on ourselves and allow those other people who can love on us for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, uh, give us some advice to make us feel good is needed. So with that, I just want you to know that um, you are appreciated. The most high um, is looking after you and watching everything and um, continue to listen continue to listen and continue to rock with me because I got some good stuff for you. I got some good stuff for you. So um, with that, just listen to the um, food for thought. Thanks. Hello. Welcome and welcome back. I don't know if this lesson is going to be a lesson per se, more than a um, a conversation. Um, I just want to give you some food for thought, I guess. Yeah, you know, this Wednesday. Um, I want to talk about self care, and I want to talk about um, being a a provider of care. Okay, um, to loved ones. Now, I want to say this. Um, there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to see and have to deal with as people that live on this earth. Because we're in the end times, there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff happening. This is why I do a lot of uploads about various things happening in the world because everything's relevant. Not only that, it's prophecy. People don't understand prophecy unfurls the way the most high wants it to unfurl. Not your expectation as to how it's supposed to unfurl. Okay. Because how do you know? The most high's thoughts are not our thoughts. Anyway, back to what I was saying in regards to self-care and being a caregiver. Um, there's a lot of things that we in the United States do that many people don't do. And a lot of times, um, even prior to something major that happens in the United States, we as United States citizens are self-centered and um, feel a sense of security that's false. And we're selfish because we're in our own little bubbles and we don't think about nobody else in the world. That's how it usually is and has usually usually has been now the government will do what the government does but i'm saying the people in the united states uh, are these people who are pretty self-centered and have a false sense of security which is um being knocked down by the way but um i'll give an example 9-11 prior to 9-11 nobody cared about nobody else okay you had your own life. People were over there doing whatever. And you're over here in your quote unquote secured bubble. And this is how life is. And I can never think that anything would happen to me or anything that happens over there will happen over here. This is uh, how people thought. The um, major consensus of the thought patterns of people were wherever they were until 9-11 happened. And then people ran to the churches and they was doing all kinds of stuff. And, oh, 
oh, we got to get together. We got to love one another, this and that. And on the other side of the card was, oh, we never going to forget. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to hurt the people who hurt us, this, that, the other. That's how it was. Um, after all this togetherness subsided for, you know, probably a month or two, everybody went back to what they was doing. Now, we are seeing more things that's making people uncomfortable making people uncomfortable to the point that their mental health is being affected. If they already, if people wasn't already um, in distress with their mental health, just various people, it's more now than it was back then. From 9-11 to this, uh, this situation now, starting in 2019 in the United States, because it was in 2018 in China. So when it hit here in 2019, as it continued to progress and people continue to uh, see the great demise of other people in various uh, parts of the country, the fear and the uncertainty came into people's hearts and it struck them, okay? A lot of times we as human beings feel like we can control everything, but that's not the truth. We have this false sense of control. We could control our environment. We could control everything, but we can't control nothing but ourselves. And half the time, some half of us can't even control ourselves. This, this is why the Most High said there's a distinction between animals and humans. Uh, you can't control yourself half the time. And that's the truth. So when we see the demise of many people and governments lying and people's uh, protesting and, and doing all this stuff, it strikes fear and stress and de-stress in people. Now the scriptures talk about this. Okay. So um, with this mental health problem that's developing at more people using drugs, more people self-soothing, more people hurting themselves in various ways. Um, I want to talk a little bit about self-care. And I have spoken about this um, previously, but not to the point of specifics. Um, there's some things that we should do um, with ourselves to uh, care for ourselves, especially during these times. Um, so um, I was asked by someone to talk about self-care. Now, um, I'm going to, I'm not going to get into self-care um, in terms of, um, serious mental health. Okay. Um, meaning discussing the DSM five and how people should do this and what they should do. I'll say this, and I will continue to say it throughout this, uh, food for thought moment and say it, there's no shame in seeking therapy. There's no shame in seeking therapy, especially the children of Israel. We are living in a time that people need answers. People want answers. People need comfort. People want 
to have some kind of understanding of what's going on. They don't want to feel helpless. They don't want to feel hopeless. So uh, seeking a therapist, whether it be a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a clinical social worker, a regular social worker, a counselor, uh, any anything in that area would be helpful because they will have the tools to help you. They do have tools to help you. Uh, give you tools in your toolbox to be able to use in times of distress and stress, okay? So that's that in a nutshell. But like I said, I was asked to talk a bit about self-care and I believe that I've touched on it before, but I'll talk a bit more about it in another way, okay? I will discuss it like in terms of brain, body, and mind self-care, okay? Um, now, I want you to know that I'm not a doctor, not a doctor. You know, I, I'm not a doctor. I have um, credentials, but not as an MD. <laughs> um, and I'm not suggesting that you take medications, et cetera. But I want you to be mindful to take care of yourself and take the initiative to be more healthy, mind, body, and spirit. Now let's begin. It is important for us to take care of ourselves, especially in this day and age. At this time, I already told you we're in a time of um, uncertainty because we see that things around us are declining and sometimes we get lost into being caretakers the average person in a family is a helper of the primary caretaker or the primary caretaker of people in the family that need to be taken care of okay there's a lot of us who have um, family members that we need to take care of whether it be children or elder parents or elder extended family members that we have been helping to do it now I've had a conversation with somebody who is an older person. And like I told this older person, I've never been my age before. She's never been her age before. And you've never been your age before. When you're going into this age, you don't know how to act. You're just you. A lot of people place emphasis on chronological age. And even though chronological age being what it is, you may not feel that age. The bad thing about that is people hold you to their age. There's ageism, there's sexism and all kinds of stuff that places you in a glass box and you can't get out of it. This is why actresses and actors over a certain age can't get work. This is why younger people look at older people as if they can't do things when the older people was that age before. So they're able to give advice to younger people because they was that age before. But younger people can't say um, and, and put um, uh, chokeholds on older people because they never been that age until they get that age. I say this to say that everybody is pointing fingers at people and judging people for no reason. And there shouldn't be no judgment. Okay. Okay. Um, we often forget to take care of ourselves. 
the thing is that we have an unrealistic impression that this will take all day or at least it will take us away from really important people that we take care of or really important things, okay? The average person who is a caretaker should take time off and take care of themselves because we need to. We need to be able to give ourselves a rest, a respite um, from taking care of whoever we take care of and focus on ourselves. Because while we're taking care of somebody else, our own health and mental health is declining. And that's the truth, especially with everything that's going on in every system. Your immediate system would is yourself and then whoever you're taking care of and then what's happening in the grand scheme of things. This is a lot. It's a lot. I have so many instances of people taking care of their parents. I have parents that's talking and they're saying they're afraid because they don't know what to think. The things that used to work is not working no more. Their body parts, their, um, they're losing memory, this and that. They're afraid. Can you imagine somebody taking care of their parent? And a lot of times parents don't uh, communicate this to ch their children. They'll communicate this to somebody else though. They'll talk to somebody else about it, but they won't talk to their kids about it. You know why? Because of these uh, rigid roles that was always in place. I'm the mother, you're the child. Never mind, I raised you in a way so that now I know that you're grown. We could both respect each other as human beings. Never mind that. I'm your mother and, and that's what it's going to be. What? Now, I'm not saying that you should disrespect your parent. What I'm saying is when you get older and you know your parent raised you to be a respectful human being, a respectful taxpaying citizen, a respectful child that could come to you as a human being and, and um, discuss things, and y'all can respect one another's uh, word and values. That's what I mean. Because these roles exist, parents don't want to relinquish uh, the fact that they're a parent and allow their child to be a human being and to make decisions for them. This is the problem we have. When I used to work at my job, I don't work there anymore, but when I used to work at my job, because <laughs> it was so uh, vast, and I worked in different departments and different municipalities for many years. So I can talk about many things because in every department I was in, it had something to do with um, civility, like civil service. It has something to do with, um, well, it was the government, but it was in different capacities of um, the humanities, health department, uh, mental health, um, homelessness all of this stuff I worked so I'm able to talk about these things so um as our elders continue to age a lot of times they're not going to relinquish no power they're not going to do it so it becomes harder for you as a caretaker there's a problem right now with people that I know that and I'm gonna get on to what you should do as a caretaker to take care of yourself in a minute, but let me just throw out some scenarios. There's some parents that really believe that they still young enough to be over everybody else when clearly their memory is 
going. Clearly, they cannot control certain aspects of their lives anymore, but they refuse to give it up. Do you know how hard that is for a caretaker to deal with? It's very difficult, especially if that uh, family member never saw you as somebody who's who's um, who can handle your business. It's always a fight. It's always a fight. If your parent never saw you as anything other um, than a child, it's difficult. If they never saw you as somebody who was responsible, it's difficult. If they never saw you as somebody who can take care of your business and handle your business, it's difficult. If, if they see you as somebody who never grew up, it's difficult. It is extremely difficult as um, a caretaker to handle your parents. It's almost, to some people, easier for somebody to come in outside of the home to take care of them because they'll let that person do it and they won't let you do it. And then there's um, times when they don't let nobody do it. So it's like fighting an uphill battle. It's always a fight. So I can't even imagine the exhaustion of it all. And then there's taking care of a whole bunch of kids. I'm going to tell you this. It's hard to take care of more than one child if it's one parent. It's hard. Okay, having one child one-on-one, -on -one, okay. You have this child and it's just you and there's not two parents. I'm gonna get on the two parents in a minute, but it's just you and it's just one child, one-on-one. -on -one. You still have to put your own cares and needs aside and take care of the kid first. I don't care if you sick. You could be coughing up blood if that kid is getting up because the kid's not going to understand that you're sick. You better get up and make that kid their meals, take them to school, do all this stuff, even if you're sick. That's what it is. Now, can you imagine if it's more than one of them? And even if it's two parents, it's still a lot because you have to base your whole life around these kids. So you don't come first. I don't care what it is. You don't come first. And that's what a good parent does. Now, you could be a neglectful parent and put your needs first, but then what's going to happen to the kids later? You're going to create a lack or you're going to create a dysfunction that's going to manifest itself. So that's why they say it takes a village to raise a child. And that's the truth because you need a bunch of people to rear a child Um to be well-rounded and not have a lack. I say this to say the person who's the caretaker has to do a lot. They have to do a whole lot. Even when they don't want to, they have to do it. So I'm going to be talking about some things that we could do to help ourselves, not only to help ourselves, I'm going to give you a little more information about what happens when we neglect ourselves? Okay. So like I said, um, some people, when you say, you know, you need to start taking care of yourself. What do people think when people say that? The first thing you think is, oh, I got to go to a spa. But what does it take to go to a spa? 
hours, days. You might have to make an appointment. Maybe you're going overnight. Maybe you're going to a retreat. Maybe you're doing this. But no matter what it is, I got to go find a babysitter or some kind of somebody to watch my loved one while I go. And that's a no-no to them because they can't afford to do that. Where am I going to find somebody at this short notice? What am I going to do? Why would I do that? Because then I have to um, do all this stuff to make plans for this. And then it becomes difficult. But I'm telling you, self-care, it's not what you believe it to be. So like I said, some people think that um, they have to be taken away from that person or people that they take care of. But that's not the case. Okay. If we're able to put things into perspective, we can actually take time away for a few hours to get some me time in or even for an hour, okay? At least an hour for some before you go to bed. When, when you're doing this, you need to do some careful planning, okay? It's not just, oh gosh, I got to make an appointment to do this and do that. And oh gosh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do in order to have me time. Yeah, you'll be able to get me time. You just got to strategize. Now, I did discuss me time before, but now I would like to discuss the health in regard to the me time. Now, we're all very busy. And whatever we're doing, we make an effort to put our best foot forward and do our best to deliver. So my question for you is, which I'll be asking, um, ask yourself this, because it's very important in taking steps to improve your self-care. Okay, a lot of us are very stressed out because of all kinds of stuff. Jobs, stressing you out. Home, stretching you out. The people you take care of, stretching you out. Everything. Um, every time you turn on the news, something more devastating is happening. That's stressful. It's time to woosah. And time to take care of yourself. I need you to ask yourself, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? That's why I'm going to need you to ask yourself, what do you see when you look in the mirror? Okay. And this is a part of self-care. This is a part of self-care. How does your face look? Be honest with yourself. If you look older than your chronological age, there could be a problem. Sagging skin, discoloration, fat around the face, or lack of fat, neck problems, etc. This is all relevant. That's why I'm saying it. That could be a symptom of a much bigger issue. Many times we don't seek medical care. And what we need to understand, especially the children of Israel, Due to the things that we are used to consuming, using on our bodies, using on our face, eating, or what you used to consume, this could be posing an issue. And we need to seek medical attention at least once a year just to make sure that we're okay. There's a lot of people that's dying from various cancers. They don't even know they have it. Okay, I already told you, poison in the air, poison in the water, poison in the food, especially in the United States. We could be eating this and fast forward, something's happening, we don't even know. We might have a pain somewhere, we may ignore it. We don't know. We're too busy doing 
things for other people working, being stressed out, and we're not taking care of ourselves. This is what I mean, self-care, okay? Then I want you to go to the full length mirror. I want you to go to a full length mirror. At this time, I already told you, I want you to ask yourself some questions and I want you to look in the mirror and look at yourself. That's what I want you to do. What do you see? Because sometimes we overlook stuff. Sometimes we ignore stuff. Sometimes we put things off. Sometimes we don't want to face things. That's us. That's human beings. I want you to go to a full length mirror and I want you to look at yourself. What do you see? And be honest with yourself. Are you overweight? Men, honestly, if you bend your head down to look at your shoes or where your belt is and you cannot see your belt, this is the issue. You are supposed to be able to see your waist or at least the waist part of your jeans where the zipper is located. If not, you have work to do. Okay? This is some honest talk. Okay? It's honest talk. No matter how old you are, there's always room for improvement in the form of exercise. And this is to lose excess weight. Women, this goes for you too. However, I will say this for the women. At a certain age, hormones come into play. And this poses another issue. But this is not an issue that we cannot manage with proper medical care. Medical care is important, people. It is just that women have to do something different when it comes to weight and their hormone levels. What we eat is a major factor in our lives. I already told you, and even by the things that I uploaded, how especially the United States uh, food system is a factor in our lives and our lifestyles. Since we have been ingrained, since it has, excuse me, it's been ingrained in us just to eat whatever we want to. TV shows uh, manipulate us, all kinds of new things that come out when a new movie comes out and it displays a certain time of type of food or whatever. And we like that movie. We'll go out and buy it. We buy our kids sugar. Sugar is the devil. I didn't already said this. As well as the issue of socioeconomics in some cases, we must always be mindful as well as change our minds and how we approach what we place into our temples. That is our bodies. Back to the mirror. We must be mindful of ourselves and what we represent and what people's impressions of us is. And what it means, um, what I mean by this is according to popular belief, First impressions are important. And if this is the case, then we must make sure that we present ourselves appropriately. As I said, my phone was ringing, sorry. According to popular belief, first impressions are important. And if this is the case, then we must make sure we present ourselves appropriately. And this is not only um, what we say, and do but what we look like and it's not to say um go look at like everyone else but i mean to improve yourself from the inside out and this takes changing your diet changing your mind um and this is extremely important 
as well as exercise, keeping ourselves um, as healthy as possible and choosing to eat better. Okay, that's another thing. Now I've been uploading videos of some Gentiles and Yasharel regarding news and medical information um, regarding improving your health. And remember, we always put ourselves second when we're caretakers or last. Now, as I've stated previously, not everything that you will hear and or see, you will agree with. And no one expects you to. But I upload these things because I believe that some of the information presented is interesting enough to pay attention to. And again, you may take what is beneficial to you and let the rest go in one ear and out the other. Okay? Not everybody's wrong. Not everybody's right. That's why you discern. No one is begging you or making you listen to what you don't want to hear. But I still present it. We are all adults. And you don't have to feel like anyone is making you do anything. All right. So be honest with yourself. Back to what I said in terms of the things you need to improve. And if it's weight loss, let it be that. Okay. Um, put that on a list of something important to do. Or taking care of your health physically, mentally. Um, and your mental well-being, which is important. You have to ask yourself at the end of the day, is my overall health important? And it is. Okay. Am I at risk of heart disease? And this, this is from neglecting your own health and well-being. This, this comes from neglecting your own health and well-being. Am I at risk of heart disease, heart issues, cardiovascular issues, blood pressure issues, artery issues, gastrointestinal issues, lymph node tissues, swelling, edema, weight retention issues, women's um, organ issues, fibroids, cysts, polyps, podiatry issues, memory issues, diabetes, Alzheimer's, cancers. Um, as I said, memory issues like dementia, brain fog, brain diabetes, which is Alzheimer's, early onset, and cancers from food, water, and the air. We don't take care of our health. That's what's going to happen. Are you going to be a risk um, of these factors? All these are serious issues, but some of those issues are avoidable. So this is something that we need to acknowledge, understand, and consider getting on top of because the food intake, our caloric intake, we can control. Secondly, I want you to smile in that mirror. And what do you see? Are your teeth healthy? Are your gums healthy? Is your breath healthy? Meaning, does it smell really bad? This is also important because you may have internal issues that need to be addressed. The bad thing is that many times our friend and our family members don't tell us if we don't if we choose to ignore it ourselves and if they tell us we tend to get an attitude 
But we must remember that someone has to care enough about you to tell you. And if they don't care, they would allow you to continue to embarrass yourself with that breath and that bad gut, which is most likely a symptom of something much worse than just bad breath. <clears throat> Let me stop this and say, uh, many people lose their teeth for one reason or another. The thing is this, um, a lot of times when we don't have good oral hygiene, we tend to lose our teeth. And if teeth are just falling out and they're becoming rotten, something's happening in the gums and in the body. Our teeth is next to our brains and our eyes. The nerves and stuff that's in our brains and stuff is connected to um, our teeth, the teeth, the eyes, and the brain. That's how close it is. And bacteria can travel from the mouth to the brain. It can do that. A lot of people, um, they don't even think about taking care of their teeth. And that's a part of your calling card. Your face, your teeth, and your overall look is a calling card. It's as important as um, your actions. What people see, they judge you by what they see. So you want to put your best foot forward at all times. And what does this have to do with uh, taking care of other people? You tend to put your self-care on the back burner when you got to take care of other people. So that's what I'm saying, just to make sure that everything is balanced. If you have to take care of multiple children, if you have to take care of an elderly parent, cousin, external family member, ex excuse me, ex um, an extended, sorry, family member. You must also keep um, your self-care a primary um, asset to. You know, it's essential that you take care of yourself as well as whoever else and presenting yourself um, in the best way possible also helps you feel good. And that's what I'm saying. Um, don't neglect yourself in any way especially oral hygiene. If you have a lot of teeth missing, honey, I mean, I just want you to go online and, and type up or on your phone, desktop, laptop, type up teeth in correlation to living a long life, to living a healthy life. I, I want you to, I want you to type that because that's how important it is. People don't believe that their teeth are uh, important. They are not only for eating, but for your all uh, your overall health too. So if teeth are missing, that tells people something, especially those who have good oral hygiene and understand how important teeth are. You're missing teeth and all that other stuff. And a lot of people will go and then they'll get veneers and all of this other stuff. You have no idea what happens to your original teeth when they have to put veneers in. If they already not destroyed and they fixing them up by putting veneers in, if you get in veneers and your teeth, are, there's nothing wrong with your teeth. By the time those veneers come out, you ain't going to have no teeth. <laughs> anyway, and you know, today's veneers is a latest fad, but the best thing to have is your original teeth. So like I said, if you see myth missing teeth on the side, in the front, at the bottom, you can't eat. You can't do anything. Your jaw gets smaller, the less teeth you have. And even your health, it affects your health and longevity. 
uh, missing teeth. There's a correlation. And I didn't even go into it. But anyway, keeping um, your teeth healthy in conjunction with the rest of your body is important. Okay. Um, okay. Many times if our friends and family don't tell us and we choose to ignore our our hygiene, um, we tend to get an attitude because we think somebody's talking about us, but people got to pay attention to you and love you enough to give you that information so that you could take heed and get yourself checked out because anything could be happening. Um, pyrrhea of the gums in the mouth, um, ex uh, receding gums, that's going to take your teeth out. You could have gut problems that's presenting itself as bare breath, which is, I mean, gut problems. You smell like a dead body, your breath. There's something wrong with the gut. It's mo uh, most likely a symptom of something much worse than just bare breath. Like I said, how do your teeth look? Do you have teeth? Um, were your teeth taken out or rotten in your mouth? This is a serious issue. And this can affect not only your mouth, but your gums and your brain. Like I said, you could be putting your brain and your eye health at risk. So again, this is something to think about. Your face and your body is your calling card to people because of two things. Number one, people are judgmental and first impressions are important to them. This is how they will continue to see you. Number two, how you look is basically how you feel. If you look unkept, unclean, unhealthy, you probably are. So now it's time to do something about it. And this takes a decision to do a lifestyle change because it's not an easy task. It takes a decision to change and stay the course in order to see results. And you must be determined to change. Mm -hmm. even when you don't feel like it which brings me to the mind part of the self-care many of us are ruled by emotions that we feel and a lot of that is stinking thinking mm -hmm. of being fleshly and complacent but we cannot afford to be that way simply because we are more than meets the eye which is the flesh we are agents of change and we seem to have forgotten this fact and we need to get the understanding that we are more than flesh. We are a soul with a consciousness that can make a change at any time, which is what the most high has given us. The, um, and most times we know this, but not in terms that matter, like changing our lifestyles. Mostly we sit around until we have to change. And I'm just going to say this, and that's the truth. Most of the time we sit around unless we have to change. I was having a conversation with a loved one. They already got issues. Now they smoking. And I said to this loved one, if you know you have issues, why are you making it worse by smoking? You're cutting your life down by smoking. You are breathing in carcinogens, meaning poisons that they put in, I think there's 27 or 47, something like that, poisons in tobacco that they put in a cigarette. You know that, I know that there was a large um, 
amount of people that was suing the tobacco companies, even the government. Okay, a class action. Everybody knows it's poison and you turn around and do it. And then the person was like, I know, and I can stop, but I'm just doing this. Right there is excuses, complacency, laziness. You refuse to be determined to make your life better. This is what people do all the time. They know and they still sit there until somebody gives them the cancer diagnosis. And then they want to turn around, feel sorry for themselves, want other people to feel sorry for them and, and get mad when people don't care one way or the other. When you had the chance to not smoke, to turn away from smoking and don't do it. Now I say, I, I understand some people say, oh, it's hard. It's hard to stop. But guess what? Today, in today's time, even the government helps you stop. They'll give you the gum. They'll give you other things to stop you from doing it. You can have um, psychotherapy. You can have all of that to stop smoking. So there are steps that you could take. And I'm telling you, I knew several people that just said, I'm not going to smoke no more. And damn it, they stopped smoking and never turn back. So don't tell me that you can't do it. You telling yourself that. Okay, you talking yourself out of it because you could do anything you set your mind to. That's what the most high said. So let the most high be the truth and every man be a liar. Nobody got time for that. Nobody got time for that, especially if you love your life. And half of the time, these people love their life. Okay, they do. They love it enough uh, to uh, treat themselves good otherwise, but then turn around and start smoking. Child, stop. All right. So, um, like I said, lifestyles, we mostly, we, um, we do some really detrimental lifestyles. We live those lifestyles until we have to change. Um, like if we hear something awful or bad enough for us to change, like a bad habit that we were told we need to change or else we'll die, change or else we'll die. But other than that, we stay complacent. This is why we are in the position that we're in, especially here in the United States. United States is the only place that uh, they'll sell you poison and the antidote. Everything is money. I say all this to say that we need to do some pretty drastic changes if we want to see some favorable results in our lives. So there's no time like the present. I'll provide some true statements about your overall health. And I hope that you get a sense of how important this is to you. And that it moves you enough to seek better for yourself in terms of self-care. Remember, we are doing everything for everybody else, making sure everybody else is doing well and we don't take care of ourselves. We don't even think about these things for ourselves. And don't forget to go and get a checkup just to keep um, your health status positive. You want to know what your health status is, period. I mean, there's some people that don't believe in going to the doctor or whatever else until they got cancer or until they got something that they could have uh, prevented. I'm not saying you have to like the doctor or whatever. If you don't like certain doctors, go uh, find somebody that you do like, period. Okay, so we have to keep, you know, keep our, especially living in the United States. I don't care because air is poison, water is poison and food. If you grow in your own food, you don't have no control over the water. I don't care how much you um, sterilize it and do whatever. It's still in the molecules of the water, period. 
Um, and then when you get older, things just happen. This is why you have to have a checkup. Things happen. One, you know, one day or 10 years, you don't have an aneurysm. Then one day, all of a sudden, an aneurysm comes. Where does it come from? We don't know. You must get a checkup from head to toe at some point in your life. Okay. Um, don't forget to go and get a checkup and keep up with your health status, which is very important, not only for yourself, but for your whole family. As I stated previously, caretaking is a tough job, but if you're not around to do it, who's going to do it? Also, like they say, on a plane before there's a takeoff, if something adverse happens, make sure you put on your mask first, and then you can help the other person. But if you help them first, you're going to perish. And this is the truth. We don't, we never look after ourselves. We never take care of ourselves. We take care of everybody else though. Important information to know, okay? And these are definitions. BMI, body mass index, okay? Um, and it's a noun. And this is a weight to height ratio calculated by divi um, dividing one's weight in kilograms by the square of one's height in meters and used as an indicator of obesity and underweight, Body mass index or BMI is the customary method used to measure obesity, okay? Um, you just want to make sure that you're not obese, what they call obese, because the more your heart has to work, the more everything else has to work, it's harder. So you want to just stay within healthy limits according to your age and your height. That's all. Make sure your blood pressure is good. Make sure that there's no high, um, no, um, no high blood pressure or anything. Because um, eating when you get older, eating certain times of the night even cause high blood pressure. I don't care if you eat a diet that has hardly has any sodium or anything like that. If you eat at a certain time, it turns it into salts and sugars. Yes, it does, especially get um, when you get older. These are the things we have to know as older adults. Um, heart disease, make sure your heart is healthy, high cholesterol, um, and dealing with your LDL levels. Um, diabetes is running rampant. Um, sleep apnea, and that has a lot to do with weight. Osteoporosis with older people. Now, you could, uh, in certain instances, you could reverse it. You have to do a lot of things, but why not prevent it? Female infertility, which is happening, and male infertility. Gastroesophageal reflux, which is GERD. Urinary stress incontinence, okay? Uh, it's a lot of stuff that we can um, develop as older people and younger people if we don't keep on top of it and keep ourselves healthy, at least going to the doctor once or twice a year. Even the dentist is important. To not do this, I don't know. You setting yourself up. Um, like I said, your oral health is important. Okay. Um, let me give you some information about it. Um, learn how the health of your mouth, your teeth, and gums affect your general health. Um, this is by the MAO clinic. Did you know that your oral health offers clues about your overall health? or that problems in your mouth can affect the rest of your body, protect yourself by learning more about the connection between your oral health and your overall health. Um, what's the connection between health and overall health? Like other areas of the body, your mouth 
is teeming with bacteria, mostly harmless, but your mouth is the entry point of the digestive and respiratory tracts. And some of these bacteria cause disease. Normally the body's natural defenses and good oral health care, such as daily brushing, flossing, etc., and keeping it under control. However, without proper oral hygiene, bacteria can reach levels that might lead to oral infections and uh, other diseases. Okay. Um, endocarditis. Infection of the inner liner of the heart. These are the things that we could develop as older people if we don't go to the doctors and don't take care of ourselves. I'm just pointing out things that could happen. Now, you'll never notice because I'm saying even young people's getting this. They're getting cancers um, all over. They're dying young. They don't. How is this happening? By the stuff that you eat and poison the air, poison the water, poisoning the food. This is how it's happening. If you don't take care of yourself and we too busy doing everything else for everybody else or even just living and not taking care of ourselves or getting a heads up of what's happening to us, people are dying. They don't even know how they're getting it and they're in the last stages. Child, I know too many people like this. Okay, pregnancy and birth complications, women, pneumonia, diabetes, we could sort of, um, sort of, suffer from Alzheimer's disease I already told you um, brain issues um, eight reasons why self-care is important I'm going to read them um, this is a uh, something that I took offline and it um, was written August 10th by Camille Cavotius. Yeah, that's the name. And that's the work cited. Um, there's eight reasons why health care self-care is important. I'm gonna read these and then I'm gonna sign off. Um there's a link between work and life. Most of us are juggling a lot. When our to-do list is demanding, we take care of ourselves off. We often drop um, ourselves and we're the last priority. Pushing on for days or weeks or even months on end without checking in with yourself could lead to burnout. If you're not taking care of yourself physically and emotionally, everything around us could suffer. That's why self-care is just as important as eating a healthy meal and exercising regularly. What is self-care? Self-care is doing something that nurtures or honors yourself, okay? Um, a licensed psychologist is saying from New York and Connecticut, it can include physical activities such as exercise, dance, yoga, as well as relaxing outlets such as reading or taking um, a warm bath. And that does help. I know when I used to work and I used to come home exhausted, that's what I was looking forward to. I love sitting in the bath, bubble bath, all kinds of everything, soothing everything for your mind your body and just listening to soft sounds and that always de-stressed me coming home from work and I had long days and when I say long days I mean from eight in the morning I didn't get home till about 10 sometimes 11 at night look at seeing clients no lie that was one of my jobs it was woo, long 
hammering other people's stuff all day, all day, all day. Ah, it was a mess. Okay. Um, here are some reasons why self-care is so important. Number one, self-care helps you perform at your best fundamentally. Self-care is always a way to maintain balance so you can attend to all your different parts to keep yourself ongoing. In other words, always choosing a deadline or making time for a workout or nourishing meal could ultimately slow you down. A study found that medical students who practice self-care reported less stress and higher quality of life. And that is important. Whether you're a busy doctor, a nurse, a therapist, or a mom, self-care is also important for caregivers because it enables you to better help others in the long run. And that's the truth. You can't be frazzled and help other people because you're going to be grouchy, angry. You ain't going to be able to take care of them properly. You're going to be short. Um, your attitude's going to be short. Nobody's going to want to deal with you taking care of them. Number two, it supports overall well-being. On some level, intrinsically, know that self-care is important. We know it's good. We know it's good for us to eat well, stay hydrated, exercise, and connect socially. Those are probably some of the most basic self-care activities we do. However, beyond the basics, there are activities that we don't often associate with self-care, which are more internal. What are you doing, Kitty? Self-care... Self-care can help maintain self-confidence and self-esteem. Four, self-care can also help boost your inner strength. It encompasses the way we think about ourselves, the way we talk to ourselves, the beliefs we have about what we are capable of, the ideas that we have about our self-worth and our self-esteem and self-confidence and self-respect. Without self-care, we compromise our mental wellness and our ability to cope with life's inevitable curveballs. Four. Did I say four already? Well, it's four. It makes us more aware of our personal needs when it comes to self-care. Beach body yoga or um, instructors saying these different people are uh, quoting these things and I'm not saying their names, but they're saying it. Um, and this person is summing it up by uh, saying awareness around your body's needs, physically, mentally, and spiritually, attending to all your different facets in a self-care plan that supports your mind-body connection. Five, self-care allows us to be resilient, which is true. Hold on. Whether it's the accumulative built up of the small things or confronting a big, a big issue, self-care is an important tool for maintaining resilience according to Asselam. Resilience building is huge. When we do things in honor, to honor ourselves mentally, we are in a better place to take on challenges and stresses we all inevitably face. Physically, if we are carrying stress in our bodies, it can manifest as muscle tension 
or even hypertension. Having an outlet helps all around wellness. Six, it can help you feel well-rested and energized. Self-care reduces stress and increases clarity. There are countless beliefs, including increased energy, sense of purpose, better communication, and better sleep. Seven, self-care doesn't take a ton of time. And that's what people think. A lot of people think self-care takes a long time. It really doesn't. Overall, self-care, excuse me, is as individual as you are. But in broad terms, a self-care plan should be enjoyable, relaxing, or stimulating. A self-care activity might also change from day to day, depending upon your needs. Here are some ways you could practice self-care. Go on a walk or hike to connect with nature. Relax in a hammock and watching the sky change. Do a yoga class or meditation. Take a sewing glass. <laughs> Release stress with the workout. Take a bath. Try a new creative outlet such as painting. Read a book in a quiet place. Listen to music. Cook a new recipe. Write a journal. Practice gratitude. And that's important. That is very important. It could be a social activity. Some days you might need time on your own. Other days you might need time connected with others. Self-care can most certainly be done with other people. Spending quality time with a good friend can be a critical part of an effective self-care plan. How often should you practice self-care? Determining when you need to take a break is highly personal depending on what's going on in your life, who else you're taking care of, and how busy your job is. There is no regular script on how such self-care and individual needs, but regular self-care is ideal and daily is great. It might not look the same as it did a year or six months ago, but grabbing a few minutes to nurture yourself is essential, which there is no required amount. Practicing self-care frequently is important. My recommendation is to do something every day that's good for you. And this is um, according to uh, Datillo. It only says the last name. In fact, some days a self-care routine might be a few minutes while other days it might be a few hours. Are there any risks to not practicing self-care? Feeling guilty about taking time for yourself when you have other responsibilities is a hurdle for many people. However, not practicing self-care is often compared to emptying your cup to the point where you have nothing left to give. And that is important because many times we do everything feverishly to help somebody else and we are spent. We are spent, meaning our cup is empty and we don't have nothing else to give. That turns um, eternal for us. It's not eternal, internal. That turns internal for us. And then we get caught up. So this is why you got to take time for yourself. If you don't care, take care of your physical, mental, and emotional, and spiritual well-being, then you leave yourself successful. Success, oh, gosh. 
susceptible, sorry, <laughs> to depression, frustration, anger, and illness and other risks. And this is the truth. This emotional part can turn physical because you are a, a spiritual, emotional, and physical being. You are your mind, your body, your spirit. Burning out in your work or personal life can lower your ability to cope with life's issues. When you have taken the time to honor yourself and give yourself some grace, don't forget that. Be realistic with yourself. Give yourself some grace. You're in a better place to deal with challenges. If you haven't taken any time, you're probably... You, you're more, excuse me, you're more likely to blow a fuse or to be irritable than if you had been practicing self-care. Now, that's how important self-care are. If we have loved ones that we love and take care of and we want the best for them, then we have to love, take care of and want the best for ourselves. We have to, because that's the only way we're going to give somebody quality time if we give ourselves quality times. Allow yourself to have some time to de-stress, decompress, debrief. Just have some time to yourself. Really, you have to give yourself the grace and some realistic understanding that you need time for yourself too. Sometimes we beat ourselves up because we feel like we ain't doing enough, but you're doing enough. You're doing enough and probably too much. So you have to take time for yourself in all ways, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you have to, especially if you're a caregiver, you have to take some time for yourself. If you're working in any capacity, especially dealing with other people, catering to other people, Human services itself, interpersonal services itself, you need to take some time for yourself and don't feel bad about it. Don't beat yourself up for nonsense, okay? I hope that this um, helps and um, I hope that it gives you food for thought for self-care. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. We've been selfish as um, people in the United States we take care of ourselves and whatever else. But according to our loved ones, if we take care of our loved ones, we don't care about nobody else going on around us, not even ourselves. So um, hopefully this will be a little piece of something that you could take with you and let you know that um, in times of stress and um Whatever, whatever else is happening in your life, especially taking care of somebody else, you need to take some time for yourself, especially with everything else going on. We are living in, in times of uncertainty. We need to take care of ourselves. I mean, I could say so much more about this, especially in terms of working. A lot of times we in the United States, we work into our last breath. We never took time for ourselves ever. That's the average person. We never took time for ourselves. Because we think that we should just be working until you die. And that's not the truth. Anyway, um, I hope that this food for thought lesson gives you a little bit of something to think about. I did not put any scriptures in there. I'm just talking about taking care of yourself. The most high already knows that you're special. This is why he blessed you. 
Um, you are his most create uh, precious creation. And he took time for himself too. That's why we have the Sabbath. So you should be taking time for yourself. Um, with that, I say, until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth of the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks Don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.